So you have an irregular schedule, hey? Maybe you start work at a variety of different times. Maybe you're a parent to young ones. And we hear so much about the benefits of routine. You hear about it on this podcast all the time. The benefits of it gives you a set goal. It gives you some relief from making yet another decision because you know your morning and your evening always look the same. It allows you to stop having those arguments with yourself of, ah, am I really going to go to the gym today? Oh, do I really need to get that project done or can I push these things off one more day? We want to give ourselves some structure, but the current reality, your schedule is all over the place and there is nothing that you're going to be able to do to change that right now. Let's figure out some super simple action steps that you can take to give yourself that structure, the benefits of a routine with an all over irregular schedule. Welcome back to Well With Michelle, where we find a holistic approach to habits and discipline. It kills me when I see hardworking humans going after their desires without seeing those epic results. Let's shift that scramble, rush, and overwhelmed day into effective action to get the thing done. We have big dreams and we plan to accomplish them in this community, while we also make space for all of life's little joys. Come on, friend, let's grow. Happy Wednesday, my friend. I hope the week is treating you well so far. I'm excited to talk to you about this today because I have had multiple conversations in the last month where people are struggling to hold a routine with an irregular schedule. And I'm going to be bold here and call myself an expert on this topic. For the last 10 years, I don't fly anymore, but for the last 10 years, I um, was a cabin crew, a flight attendant. So I'm very, very skilled at the art of maintaining health while on an insane schedule. As a cabin crew, sometimes you wake up at 6 a.m., sometimes you wake up at 6 p.m., and you're always in different time zones. Sometimes you're up for crazy long periods of time. Sometimes you need to take quick naps here and there. And a set routine is definitely not it. You're not able to maintain that. But that doesn't mean that your health has to go out the window. In fact, for the people who are working night shifts, um, maybe an on-off like day-night combo. Maybe you start at all hours of the day like I did when I was in the skies. And the most important thing you could do, it's even more important because the fact of the matter is we are negatively impacting our sleep. We are negatively impacting our health by not being on a set schedule. Now, I don't say that to shame or make any fear because that's the reality You know, back when I was flying, I wouldn't have given it up so I could get a proper night's rest. I loved it. And I know, of course, for a lot of people, it's also out of necessity. That's the work that's available. But let's look at the ways we can support our health with the fact of, because right now we're doing a lot of damage to our health being on a crazy schedule where we're not able to sleep at night. Now, I talk a lot about this at my job. I am in charge of training all the cabin crew. And we get these new cabin crew that come in at 18, 19, 20. Sometimes they're starting a new career, a passion over at 40, 45, 50. And the first month, 
of flying hits them like a brick wall because they will have to do two red-eye flights where you would check in at maybe about, you know, 11 p.m. Then you have a couple days off. You're sleeping in different time zones. You're not in your own bed. And then the next, you know, after there's rules around how much rest they need between flights, but then the next time they have to check in, maybe two days later, they have to be up at 6 p.m. this time, or maybe they have to be up at 6 a.m. this time. So you are rocking your schedule. And I tell the crew, listen, you have got to prioritize your health first and foremost. I'm telling you now, if you're not used to shift or schedule work, the first month, it's going to feel like you got hit by a brick wall. If you don't take proper care of yourself. And even if you do take care of yourself, I'm telling you, it's still going to be rough. Now, our bodies are incredibly adaptable. Our bodies have an amazing ability to tolerate what we throw at them. And often, you know, we overdo it. But our bodies will be able to adapt to this crazy schedule. Here are a few points that I'm going to give you of how to support your body through this. The first thing we're going to jump right in is to keep a consistent routine when you wake up and when you go to bed. Now, like I've said, if you've listened to my other pods, I have a morning and evening routine pod episode of going into the details of what kind of routine works for you. Now, in this case, obviously, we're just doing a wake-up and a bedtime routine, no matter what time of day of it is. I cannot emphasize this enough. If you are waking up at all hours of the day, you need to show your body, hey, We are waking up right now, no matter if it's 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. Now, that routine does not need to be crazy. That routine, I'm not going to go too in details. If you do want to go back and listen to the morning and evening routine episode, go ahead and jump back to that after this to get a better feel for what's going to serve you. What I'm talking about for this wake up and this bedtime routine is using things like scents. So obviously I was always on the road. I was never waking up in my own bed. So I would have certain scents I would bring with me. I'd bring peppermint or eucalyptus oils in the morning and then like lavender type scents in the evening. So no matter what time I was getting up, I would be know that those scents were coming to me. And it's a trigger to the brain that, oh, we're waking up. Even though it's a crazy time right now, we're waking up. This is another great thing to do, even if you're just not a morning person and you are on a regular, more regular kind of nine to five kind of schedule, that same thing of like showing your body you're waking up. So maybe you jump into the cold shower and work out after you take a sniff of your essential oils. Maybe you um, immediately get down and do some stretches. Maybe you always put a certain song on when you wake up, whatever your routine is perfect. Make it the same every time you wake up so that your brain can go, ah, yeah, I get it. We're getting up now. Same goes for the other end. At the end of the day, again, like when I was coming back from flights, I was overstimulated. I had just talked to hundreds of passengers. You're walking through the bright airport where the fluorescent lights are just rocking your eyeballs. Your body has no idea that it's supposed to be shutting down. So when I would finally get to my hotel room, all the lights were low. If it was the middle of the day, the curtains were drawn. So it was pitch black. 
Then I would do a warm shower routine. I would do my essential oils. I would do my journal and go to bed. It showed my brain that, oh, there's that pattern. I don't care what time of day it is. I am doing that pattern. It means we're going to sleep now. This is going to help you get into a more wakeful state when you wake up and a more restful state when it's time for you to go to bed. Because our bodies run off the sun, they depend on the light to know when to regulate our melatonin, when to wake us up, when to regulate our cortisol. Our bodies can't go off of that when we're on a regular schedule, when we're pulled away from the light. So these little practices are little hacks to kind of work around mama earth. Now, you know, I'm sure you're listening to this. If you're used to listening to the podcast and thinking, Michelle doesn't like to mess with mama earth. And that is true. I don't like messing with mama earth. I trust her in all her glory. We were designed to live a certain way for a certain reason. And I wouldn't have trade my flying career for anything in this world. So it's finding that balance. Next. Another thing that we want to do is avoid anything like melatonin supplements, sleep supplements, any of this kind of thing. Our bodies are already in this state of mild distress being on a crazy schedule like this. It's just a fact. So to then add things into our body that are artificially producing us to become more tired, to produce melatonin, to make us drowsy... It is rocking our system even further. Dr. Matt Walker does an amazing book called Why We Sleep. And in that, he also talks about melatonin production. If you're interested in the science of sleep, there his book is fantastic. Also on episode 29, I did an entire sleep, Ask Me Anything. So this is another great opportunity to just go back and figure out the best ways to support your sleep. So that's what we got going on so far. We want the same wake up and the same go to sleep routine every single night, no matter what time of day or night it is, no matter what location you're in. Give yourself that window to know that we're waking up and we're calming down. This can range greatly depending on how much time you have, how much energy you have. Maybe it's an hour routine. Maybe it's a three minute routine. One is not better than the other. Give your body some sort of sign that it can't get because we're not following the sun on these schedules. Give it some sort of other sign so that it can try to assist you in getting rest. Now, because we are messing with one of our base, core, essential things of sleep, we need to work even harder to make sure that we're caring for our health in all the other aspects. What's this going to look like? Hydrating lots, making sure you're getting enough salt so that water is not just going through you. That water needs salt in your body to absorb it. Otherwise you're just spending your whole day peeing. If your pee is completely clear, you're overhydrating. You're not retaining enough of that. We want the urine to have a little bit of color in it. Then whole nourishing foods. Let's get into this one a little bit. 
because this is something I hear often. I, I train the cabin crew on this. I train them how to maintain their health while flying. I train them on fatigue management. And nutrition is so essential to this. Eating a wide range of nutritious foods, of nutrient-dense foods. Your plants, your proteins, your complex carbs, your fibers, your healthy fats. Keeping that range. And it's so easy to make the excuse of, "Mm, I don't have time or it's too difficult. In reality, it's just up to you. Are you going to make it a priority? You are going to feel exponentially better when you are maintaining a healthful, balanced diet. When you are nourishing enough, when you are eating enough food, when those foods have a wide range of micro and macronutrients, it's really easy to start to fall into that pattern of, oh, I'll just pick something up. I'll just eat when I get home. But your body needs that energy. It needs that nourishment. It needs that fuel. We all know that you're way more likely to grab for sweets and sugars and snacks when you're tired because your body's begging for energy. So set yourself up for success during your days or during your time that you're awake by making sure that you've got nourishing food for you. There's nothing wrong with enjoying some sweets and things like that, but that's not going to sustain you. Give yourself every fighting power by nourishing while you are awake. Make sure you've got your proteins, your healthy fats, your complex carbs, a wide variety of micronutrients. Have snacks on hand. Have things accessible to you. Have your favorite, you know, collagen powders or bubbly waters so that you have things to keep you going throughout your day. As someone who's working in a regular schedule, you are going to be more likely to snack. You are going to be more likely to eat. Now, of course, some people go pretty far the other way too, where they just don't want to eat at all because they're tired, which is fine too. Again, just as important, bring lots of snacks, do things that you know that you're going to grab for that have proteins, have like, I really can't emphasize the protein enough. You need to be having a minimum of 20 grams, ideally closer to 30 grams at every single meal. This is going to help keep you satiated. This is going to help keep you energized. It is giving ourselves the boost we need because we are living on a tough schedule for our wonderful, wonderful bodies. The next thing, learn to implement the nap when you need it. I know I fought off the nap for a long time. I'm still not a huge napper, but from time to time, I will lay down. Napping is an incredibly effective way to supplement sleep. It is highly studied. Now, there's a bit of a range of what you'll hear. You'll hear anywhere between a 30 to 90 minute nap. And we want to avoid napping within six hours of bedtime. So if you're really feeling groggy, can you find a moment to take a nap? Now, of course, that's not always going to be possible in the middle of the workday. Or maybe it's on your days off and you're, you're really depleted. Take that opportunity to nap. Of course, we have something that's called sleep debt. So it's all of our sleep that we haven't been getting. Now, sleep debt is not a one-to-one ratio. So say that you lost an hour of sleep last night and you took a 30-minute nap. It's about the quality of the sleep, not about the amount of sleep. So 
if the nap you had was really excellent, it could counterbalance that sleep debt of one hour. So taking these opportunities to nap. Now, I know as a high performer, I fought this big time. I felt that naps were lazy. I felt that it was a waste of my day. Oh, I have this time. Why would I waste it in bed? And most of the time, I don't typically go for the nap. But when I need it, I have no problem laying down now. So really see if you can implement a nap being really mindful of the way that you take them and not to interfere with your sleep because your large chunks of sleep are the essential points. Now, onto that is our caffeine use. Now, we know we don't want to be taking any supplements. It is making our body work way too hard when it is already working pretty hard to maintain an irregular schedule. Now, no way am I going to tell you to ditch caffeine. Of course I'm not. We can use caffeine in an incredibly effective way to help our focus. We just don't want to overdo the caffeine. So simple, simple, simple rules with caffeine. Go ahead and have caffeine in the morning. Make sure you put food in your stomach first. Have some water, then go to town. Enjoy your cup of coffee. Ideally, you're not having coffee or any sort of caffeine within 90 minutes of waking up. I'm going to be honest with you. I break that five out of seven days a week. Personally, I wake up, I have a cold shower, I dry brush, I drink some green juice, and then I pop down my pre-workout within 30 minutes of waking up most mornings, right? We're not looking for perfection. We're looking for progress and sustainability, If you can wait that 90 minutes to have your caffeine or choose to not have it at all, perfect, wonderful. Now, again, keep that six-hour window in mind for caffeine. Don't have caffeine within six hours of going to sleep. You want to support your body in being able to sleep. Now, I've repeated this over on the sleep episode, on the morning and evening routine episode, and I will keep saying it. If you think you're that person that, oh, caffeine doesn't really affect me, same with alcohol, alcohol doesn't really affect my sleep, the fact of the matter is, my friend, it absolutely does. It is widely studied. Every single person, even if you feel like you can sleep, you're not getting that deep, deep sleep that you require for rest and rejuvenation. So get used to ditching the caffeine at six hours prior to going to bed. If you can go even longer than that, that's even better. Okay, I'm going to leave you there. I hope you found these helpful. I'm telling you from an experienced cabin crew, they kept my sanity and my health. I felt good. I felt rejuvenated. I had no trouble with my health when I was flying by following these routines. It goes without saying, of course, you need movement in there too. Personally, I have a new cabin crew and he is a power lifter and he wasn't sure how he was going to be able to maintain his uh, workout routine. And I said, well, you do you. But I said, here's a tip from me. The way I always made sure it was a non-negotiable. I always worked out when I landed. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts. It didn't matter what time I landed. I would go work out. That was my rule for myself. That's what made what what worked for me. Now you can do it in whatever form you want. Maybe it's every time you wake up, but making sure that you're moving your body, 
we need to support our bodies in all of these beautiful ways to kind of counteract the slight amount of damage that we're doing by having irregular schedules. You have a wonderful day. I hope you found this helpful. Please go ahead, rate, star, review. If you found value in this, or you can share it with someone else who you think would find value, I so greatly appreciate you. I am grateful that you hang out with me, and I'm looking forward to talking to you next Wednesday. Lots of love. My friend, thanks so much for sticking around. I have something really important to ask you. Are you tired? Tired of putting in the work? You're showing up, you're doing the thing, but the way you're currently living is creating a shell of a human. You're on autopilot and honestly you're just unsure of when to say enough is enough. Let's look at the simple actions that we can take daily so that at the end of the day you feel accomplished as opposed to just numb with tasks. In just 15 minutes a day, you can learn to take the actions that are essential in your life. You cut out the fluff that's stealing all your time to make space for the things you love. What if you could still go after your big audacious goals and dreams, but also be able to slow down and get ice cream with your nieces or stop over to see your parents, to be able to sit down and have a chill night with your partner again? It's time to take back control, and we're going to do it in 15 minutes or less. Join the No Fuss Academy today. Learn how to optimize your day-to-day, to stop that constant feeling of rush, and instead find the actions that are filled with passion and purpose. We're making our days more effective, not to add more crap to our to-do list, but instead make space to laugh and create and move and get back to living your good life. Sign up today. You can find more details in the show notes below. I can't wait to see you on the No Fuss Academy.